is dead. Art is dead. Art is dead. Art is dead. Entertainers like to seem complicated, but we're not complicated. I can explain it pretty easily. Have you ever been to a birthday party for children? One of the children won't stop screaming Cause he's just a little attention attractor When he grows up to be a comic or actor He'll be rewarded for never maturing For never understanding or learning Every day can't be about him There's other people, you selfish asshole must be psychotic, it must be demented To think that I'm worthy of all this attention Of all of this money you worked really hard for I slept in late while you worked at the drugstore My drug's attention, I am an addict But I get paid to indulge in my habit It's all an illusion, I'm wearing makeup I'm wearing makeup, makeup, makeup Art is dead, so people think you're funny How do we get those people's money? And an artist here We're rolling in dough while Carlin rolls in his grave The show has got a budget The show has got a budget All the poor people, way more deserving of the money Won't budget because we wanted our name and lights When we could have fed a family of Forty fucking fortnights. I'm an artist. Please, God, forgive me. I am an artist. Please don't revere me. I am an artist. Please don't respect me. I am an artist. Feel free to correct me. Self-centered artist. Self-obsessed artist. I am an artist. I am an artist. But I'm just a kid. I'm just a kid. I'm just a kid. Maybe I'll grow out of it. Hey man, this is Tommy Chong, and right now you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, what's up guys? This is Sean Danielson from Smile Empty Soul, and you are listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Hey all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol Baskin, and you are listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. This is Shirley Phelps Roper with the Westboro Baptist Church, and you are listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. What's up? It's Tom from Play YTs, hanging out on the Anthony Rogers Show. What's up everyone? This is Rain from Our Lady Peace, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. I'm Baby No Money, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. The best podcast. This is Agent Sebastian of the Cardinarks, and you are listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Brian Bandrock with the Verb Pipe here, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Oh, you're probably smoking before this episode anyway, right? So use this next time. Use the A-Leaf bubbler. It comes with a glass bubbler, a carb, a banger, and some turf pearls. It is a good deal. It is amazing. Check it out. You're going to smoke anyway. You may as well smoke this quality bubbler and enjoy yourself. Here at Luxurious, we only use the best California pine trees around. Each woody oil and bomb contains up to one whole tree. Did you know I handpick each and every pine cone myself and make it a point to find the older ones because, well, those are aged to perfection. Once the perfect tree is taken down and strategically stacked, it's on to phase two. 
At this point, each pine is carefully cut into smaller and more manageable pieces. I mean, will you just look at that pile of select wood? From this stage, the BFS 9000 shreds the pines into an almost angel soft fibrous material as shown here. Here at Luxurious, we use quality ingredients and the freshest pine cones. Get luxurious, my friends. Hey, thanks for watching this episode. We have a couple giveaways. It's the Freeze Pipe Tornado. Brand new inbox. Giving this away. So comment if you'd like a chance at winning this. And do uh, the Freeze Pipe Tornado for more information on that one. And then in, we're also giving away the Freeze Pipe Mini Bong. So comment. If you'd like a chance at one in this one, it, uh, it's a mini bong that you basically put in your freezer and it cools the hit. Uh, so when you're watching this show, it gives you uh, some more options. So check these out. We'll be giving these away on social media. So comment. I'm going to pick a random person to, to win either both these or one of these or whatever I decide. So we'll figure it out. Thanks to Freeze Pipe. We survived that super long intro. That was uh, fucking the longest intro in uh, podcast history. Um, so I'm sorry you guys had experienced that. Please buy stuff from, from the sponsors. Um, my wife left me. My dog left me. My house burned down. I just need, I really need the money. So if you could buy everything on the sponsored things and use my promo codes, it'd be awesome. Um, welcome to the best show in the universe. All 1,037 of you that sat through that long ass intro. Um, today we have a. One of the most notorious comedians out of Nebraska, from the mean streets of Nebraska. Uh, how you doing, brother? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And uh, if you, uh, your wife left you, your dog left you, and your house burnt down, you don't need the money. It means you don't have anything to pay for anymore, so you're good. She just moved to Maui to fit in, you know? <laughs> Felt more like home. See, the biggest mistake the people in Maui made was not being born in Ukraine. Okay? Yeah. So, I... Uh, I'm not sure which which area I like less, you know. <laughs> Maui or Ukraine? Yeah. Who do you think would win in a fight? You know, they, they both sustained a lot of fire. Uh, the survivors of Maui versus survivors of Ukraine. Who do you think would win? Is the U.S. government involved? Because we know who they're going to uh, give weapons and money to, and it's certainly not their own people. <laughs> they, would, they would arm Ukraine over Maui. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ridiculous thing to think about. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've seen worse, you know, so I, I wouldn't put it past them. No, not at all. <laughs> so I'm not, um, as advertised, I'm not Martin Shkreli. I'm sorry to your audience. I just want to apologize. But uh, I also, I also support. I, I still do support high drug costs, though. <laughs> and fuck the poor. You're all your uh, bro. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Martin. Fuck the poor. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was saying, I was saying, fuck the poor. It was really, it was really important. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, we we originally had Martin Scarelli oh. supposed to be here, but uh, uh, no call, no show. You know, like, um, so I don't know, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm just, uh, I think, I think we're kind of just improvising here today. Um, <laughs> over, yeah. Over I mean, road. I'll sit here and talk about how how I want higher drug costs. Fuck, it's time that the elderly and the and the sick 
start paying their fair share. It's time for them to work a little bit harder. Okay. So what? I what did like, he? I don't like the uh, the lack of equality. Like corporations can rob us, but he can't. You know, it's like it's, it's right. Like, like this lone individual civilian cannot rob you guys. That's our job. We hate competition. Yeah, that that was that's that's the problem. The only thing that Martin Shkreli did wrong was he wasn't a massive corporation. And like, like he should, he should be punished for that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, the regulating agencies, the people that sit on the boards of these regulating agencies, they all came from <laughs> other pharmaceutical companies and stuff like that, and banks and stuff like that. So they stepped in and they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you doing what we did for the last 30 years? We can't have that. And then they, they put him away. Well, that it wasn't even the drug prices that got him arrested. It was like securities fraud or something like that. From what it was I probably oh, the music licensing of Wu Tang Clan. They're like, hey, we license music. You know, it's like, <laughs> I forgot like, he did that. The $2 million. Holy shit. I forgot he did that. What an eccentric billionaire. You know was what? You should, or not billionaire. What an eccentric um, businessman, I should say. That was what, you should try to get him and uh, the guy from Firefest on at the same time, so they can have like a dick measuring contest. If I if I ever need somebody to not show up again, I will reach out to him and uh, <laughs> and see if I ever need somebody to, to not even tell me they're bailing. I'll, I'll be sure to hit up Martin Scully. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate the no call, no shows. You know, he ghosted you like a Tinder date, man. Holy <laughs> shit. I know. I feel like a fat girl. Is awful. Other stuff happened. I couldn't put up any Hawaii videos. I wouldn't let me put up any Hawaii videos. But Hawaii's been on fire forever. It's kind of fucking nuts. Yeah, and uh, the the U.S. government so generously sent them um, seven hundred dollars per household. Holy shit! I, That's like you, three coffees on Maui. I was gonna say you could buy a whole beer in Maui with that. That's crazy. Yeah, they sent him $700, and uh, when they asked Joe Biden to comment, he said no comment the other day. I was, so. I was trying to get people from Maui on the show, and like, I'm like, I'm kind of like just like a like a, a businessman. Yeah, so, so I'm like, hey, you want to talk about Maui on the show? They're like, I just lost everything. I don't want to talk to anybody. And I'm like, well, that's probably true. You know, I was, I was like, I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, probably a bad taste to ask you that, but uh, but trying to get them views up, you know? I don't want to go. Just want to come on your podcast. He just, you guys' entire life savings just burnt to the ground. Just come on here and cry. He's just like, well, I lost my mom, my grandpa. I lost every fucking person on earth, you know? I messed up with me. I lost my dog, my cat, my fucking life savings. You know, there's like, I'm like, well, that's not what I was talking about. But I just meant like the island itself, you know? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) well, if they lived on Oprah's half of the island, it was magically unscathed. Maybe that's it. I was hitting up the brokies. Yeah, you can't hit up the brokies, as Andrew Tate would call them. No, dude, there's been like, so there's been this massive um, dispute, like property dispute on Maui for the last however many years where these companies were trying to buy out the locals and the locals were telling them to piss off. And uh, yeah, so there was, uh, so it's just a little weird that all of the fire only destroyed the spots that they were trying to buy out. And now they're starting to see reports where insurance companies are saying we're not even we're not even going to pay you to the people that lost like their houses and businesses and shit. The insurance companies are just not paying. And then if you find out, I found out today the chief of police in Maui was the chief of police in Las Vegas during the shooting at the Jason Aldean concert. What? Seriously? Yeah. What are the odds of that? (laughs) It's the laziest world takeover ever. I know. 
There's so many holes in this global. <laughs> they don't even care at this point. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're going to kill you slowly. I mean, I don't know. They don't give a fuck at this point. Yeah, they're like, yeah, let's just put the Vegas guy. They throw little Easter eggs at you, right? Easter like, yeah. <laughs> like the uh, like the American Horror Story. I don't know if you ever watched that show. They always incorporate like the last season into the next one. <laughs> it's all a different different story every season, but they always incorporate a little bit. So it's kind of like they're doing the same thing. It's like they're they're incorporating the last conspiracy into this one. There's always a little bit of carryover, and it's usually just BlackRock, but. Who also uh, Blackstone, the parent company of BlackRock, um, earlier in the year just bought a, a resort on Maui for a billion dollars. So they've got some interests up there too. Fun stuff. Deserves to relax. Okay. They, they, they need, to, they need to relax. They're exhausted from trying to murder us and like rob us blindly. You know, it's ex- it's an exhausting thing. <laughs> Let them enjoy Earth because they don't get heaven. You know. So. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's exactly it. They. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, that this, I knew this was going to happen. That's why I never moved to Hawaii. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the equivalent of everybody. Everybody's going to do all this shit before like COVID happened. They're like, they're like, man, dude, I had like this record deal. Then like COVID happened and like, yep. fucking, like or whatever else. I was like that excuse. Like you're like saying you had a circuit city is like, this, like, you know what I mean? Circuit city. I was the marketing manager of circuit city and they can't look, look it up. Went out of business, I, that's man. that's right. Yeah. There's a lot of people doing that with, um, Oh, what Silicon Valley Bank now, and Ooh, companies yeah. like that was, that don't yeah, exist. Silicon Valley Bank. Now you brought that up. I was actually the CEO there. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was a vice president of uh of uh, financial that. crimes investigations. Yeah, something fucking ridiculous like that. President of lying on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, fucking... it's like you know, you're the third president of Silicon Valley Bank to apply this week. Like, what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a local equivalent of that too. There's like this like local sales company that went out of business, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I was, I was like really high up there." <laughs> it was like management there, bro. It was management there. Well, I mean, I guess it's it just kind of. Ha- I mean, what can they prove? They're not going to be able to call anybody. You know what yes. I mean? So it's like, I guess it, as long it's because that's the thing is you got to find the happy medium where it's not so ridiculous. So if you say like I'm the vice, I was the vice president of the company, they're not going to believe that. But if you're like, hey, I was, you know, the the sales manager, I was the the head of this department, you know, I was the marketing guy. What a, they might actually believe that. If so you have any blockbuster like, CEO, like same same equivalent. Blockbuster. There's still one left in Oregon. Bend, Oregon, yeah, Bend, Oregon. I've never been, but I would like to go. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I drove. I drove through that area and just like didn't want to see anything. Uh, uh, it, it, like uh, <laughs> I watched the documentary though, you know. It was uh, so I was I was that desperate to watch the documentary still. So. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Netflix. The these kids don't get it these days, man. There was nothing like going to Blockbuster on like a Friday night after school. Dude, yeah. it, like it's it's fucking wild. Now they just get on Netflix and shit, and I'm like, I miss that smell and the overly sticky floors and the overpriced popcorn. And the transvestite working behind the counter, like that was the shit I missed, you know. I, that I was your generation. Those kids got beat up in my generation. Like, I was, I was like, yeah, like you're like ten years younger, probably. So I mean, I think that's yeah. Our, our generation would have just like fucking fucked that kid up. Not that he deserved it. I'm just saying that would happen. Like, just like, for being a transvestite. Yeah, the, like the town I grew up in, we just would have beat the fuck up. Like, I don't even care about that shit. But I'm just to be honest, like I don't even give a, I don't give a fuck about any, any of that really. But like I could tell, like that wouldn't have done well in my middle school. I could just tell, or, like, or, like high school, or you know. 
Well, there. So that was the thing is it was like a thirty year old tranny because there were no like teenage oh. trannies back. I mean, I'm twenty. I'll be twenty eight this year. There were no teenage trannies. Oh, yeah, you're not fifteen that, years yeah. ago. Yeah, there were yeah, no tr- yeah. teenage trannies fifteen years ago when I was in high school. So like it was, you know, yeah. it yes. was maybe Nebraska, bro. But, That's uh, an, yeah, definitely that Nebraska. <laughs> That was uh, that's a new thing, exclusive. And now they're all they're all transgender. I mean, what are the odds? They went from none to everyone was just secretly transgender. We just didn't know. Trauma marketing goes hard, you know. (laughs) Don't they? uh, Don't they call those eggs? I think that's what the trans community calls them. Eggs. Calls what eggs? People that aren't trans yet that they're trying to convert. Holy fuck! No, I've never heard that. Like they have a term for it. Yeah, they they call them eggs because they're like waiting to come out of their shell or whatever. Legit, it's fucking fucked up, man. I saw something about it. I follow the Reddit Lies account on Twitter. You should only be trans if you're like passable and you're and you're like attractive. So ugly, none of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're ugly, just kill them. You know, it's like, I'm just, I'm just, just murder, murder the ugly ones. Keep keep the semi attractive ones. You know. So just Blair White lives is what you're saying. Just just Blair White. And half of the women in Thailand. That those are the only ones that we allow to live. Yeah, Thailand uh, wouldn't exist, I guess. On that, it's just nuke Thailand. <laughs> the Bud Light tranny was weird because like, he had like stubble and his name was like Dylan. It's like he wasn't even trying. You know what I mean? It's like the oh yeah. I, I feel like it's, it's like you're not that convinced that you're a girl. You know, you got you got stubble, homie. You know, it's like I'm not I'm not sold. You know. Well, see, that was what Bud Light really missed a a key marketing opportunity with the Dylan Mulvaney thing. What they should have done is they should have been they could have done a marketing opportunity and like an anti drunk driving PSA. They could have said, if you if you if you're or if you've had enough beer to the point where you would fuck Dylan Mulvaney, you're no longer okay to drive. Give the bartender your keys. Get an Uber. That would have been the perfect. You could have two birds with one stone marketing drunk driving PSA. And they missed it. They caved. That's all I can say. They missed a lot of opportunities, I feel like, you know. (laughs) Well, the thing that bothered me the most was they, like, after they threw this guy to the wolves, they just abandoned him. They're like, yep, never mind. (laughs) Washing our hands of it. And then just hug him out to dry. They didn't stand by him. They didn't bat. That's honestly, in my opinion, worse than than what they actually did was just how they just strung this guy out to dry. That's hilarious. I never even thought of that perspective. Like, that's like, yeah, it's like, uh, I hope that everybody realizes they're all just being like used as like mascots or puppets. Yeah. And, 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 and like, nobody actually cares about anybody. Like, at the end of the day, like, everybody's so fucking selfish. And no, nobody, nobody cares about anything. You know, that's how I feel. It's like all these people are being like propped up. Like, they're only given jobs because they're this or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What, once, you, once you've outlived your usefulness, they're going to kick you to the curb. They've done that with everyone. Yeah, it's just I trend mean, hopping. Just, like, how often? Way- how often do we hear about David Hogg and Greta Thunberg now? They they, they they're done with those people. They they chewed them up, spit them out. They're like Disney kids. You know, it's just like um yeah, well it's like exactly like you said, once they're done with you, that you serve no purpose anymore. They could give a shit what happens to you. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't I don't know who would say no to that opportunity though probably like if Bud Light was like was like, "Hey Caleb, you want to fucking do this like stupid fucking commercial idea?" Oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I feel the same way. It's like, uh, like if it was reversed to me, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, how much does it pay? I guess, yeah, whatever. Like, I mean, like Bud Light's cool. I'm like, no, Drake Bud Light, like they paid me to say. I mean, I, I, I had three sponsors to begin this episode. I'm a nobody. I mean, imagine if I fucking had like, you know, I mean, that's, uh, like how much I would sell out as it gets bigger. You know, well, it's like you see like comics. It's funny. There's tears to it, right? Like there's the sponsors like that me and you have on our shows, and then you get up to like Rogan, 
type sponsors where he's got, you know, like, um, like Traeger grills and black rifle coffee and company. And then you get up to Kevin Hart and whose sponsor is chase bank. And it's right. like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, how, did, how did you get 30 year old tranny in Berkeley with tits? That sounds like a good time. Oh boy. I feel like that's half of Berkeley though. Yeah. You could have said Berkeley, bro. Yeah. Berkeley, California. You can't tell up there. You can't tell up there. I'll California's be there. In, fucking weird, man. I'll be there a couple months. You do, San Francisco. Oh, just honeymooning, man. I'm getting married. You guys uh, doing like the shitting on the street kind of thing? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, um, heroin and then shitting on the street. Or okay, taking the city for its culture. You know, Congrats on getting married, by the way. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I got what? Last, a month and a half? A month and, and 20 days. Whatever. Yeah, yeah we're getting there. Thanks for the invite, though, bro. You know, uh, oh, of just, course. Yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just <fucking> Anytime. <laughs> Dude, there, there's there's one comic in the scene here that's so passive aggressive about not being invited to it. It's the funniest fucking thing. Like, it's a hard every... to find out they're not friends with him. You know, it's like, he's like, fuck. Every time. Yeah, I know. He's probably watching right now. That's the funny part. Because there's a bunch of other people that are. But it's, it's nothing personal. It's literally just like, I don't have enough. I'm paying for all of you. I can only afford so much. But no, he just every... doesn't like you as much as the other people that are yeah. invited. You know, it's like it's it's a weighing system. He like you're a cool yeah. person to like other people, just not Caleb. Yeah, it's a, no, it's like I don't dislike you. I just dislike you more than the people I invited. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, I know. It's like so. It's it's, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. It, it every cool. time every time this guy sees Mia, he'll he'll walk up to her and be like, "Hey, Mia, you know, good to see you. Congratulations on the wedding." even though I'm not invited. And it's just so passive aggressive. It's the best thing. And now we've gotten to a thing. Fuck, I shouldn't even be admitting this on the air. <laughs> now we've gotten to a thing, though, where I'll like, like people that are invited, I'll give them the, their invitation and they'll wait until he's around to open it just to pour salt in the wound. And I'm like, you're such a dick. Yeah, like, people complain about not going to my wedding. I'm just like, man, I'm glad I didn't invite them, you know? Like, right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, damn. Dude, it's such a it, it's like it's such a money pit. I don't know what you did for yours, but it's just like I just robbed a bank to fund it, and it was, it was yeah, it was easier than it was easier than you think, you know. But uh, no, uh, you're one of the few comedians that that, that have a girlfriend, even probably or a fiance, I guess in this case. Uh, oh like, yeah, most comedians are, like miserable and lonely. It seems like you know, dude. That's <laughs> that's that's ninety percent of the scene, and that's why I don't get along with most of the people in it. Like I have I have people I'm cool with and people, but like. It's I, I can't relate to just being miserable and lonely and just wallowing in that because like that's not the type because that's how a lot of comics are is they're alone they're awkward uh, they, they've got their thing on stage and they might be good at it they might be funny that that's cool but like th there's no as the kids call it riz to them you know what I mean and that's just not the type of person I am I don't just sit there and wallow in my sorrow I'm like okay how do I fix this obviously something's wrong with me you know and I, I just can't relate to that I guess but. Yeah, that's yeah, my thing, like, man. It's got like 14 hours of like Tinder jokes. So like you, you ever used Tinder like maybe like eight years ago yeah. when I was fucking like undesirable like you? Yeah. I'm like, you know I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's, I'm like, it's how I feel. It's like, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I've been, I, I can't relate. I'm trying, yeah. trying to buy a ranch, homie. I don't know. You know, it's like, I'm trying to buy. That's how I feel. It's like, I don't know. Different right. Girls. No, literally. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you're, you're trying to get the girl on Tinder to reply to you. Yeah. I'm trying to buy five acres. You know, <laughs> we're different. We're the same age. And we're, you might actually be older than me, and we're at different right. points in life. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? And um, yeah, dude, I don't. I, I hear I'm talking now about all these 
these dating apps it's like hinge and stuff and i'm like none of this shit was around when i was single this is another language to me yeah it's like i've used the app can't talk to girls in real life it's pretty cool uh (laughs) and like there's this app if you can't get laid it's called pornhub you know it's really it's really fucking awesome and like it's like a simulation you know you like watch other people that are more attractive have sex it's great you know it's great yeah that's how, that's how it sounds to me. It's just like, it's like, you know, I'm ugly and unfuckable. So I just, yeah, I make porn jokes and Tinder jokes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. Hold on. A comic's calling me from New York. Let's answer it. Let's put him on the show. Yeah. Let's get my speakerphone. Yep. Zach Bravietti, you're on the Anthony Rogers show right now. Uh, the Jews control the media. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? Is this something I should talk about on public? Because this is live right now. Yes, we're live on a show right now. The one I told, oh, no, maybe I didn't tell you I was going on it. And we already knew the Jews ran the media. We like something new. He bailed. It's just me. They got me, but I'm just as good because I also want to raise drug prices on the elderly. So it's all good. Probably with a name like that. With his propensity to rip off people yeah and yeah he's got to be he, he's he's at least like 10 percent jewish if he's ripping people off for money oh, what's up why are you calling me well i don't want him to be on the air so okay i'll call you when i'm done how about that there's this okay, thing called okay. texting for sure right there's also a thing called te- you okay he's got to pay for an abortion he said we found out here to the Jews who run the media today, guys. You find you found it here first. Well, and I'm sorry for your YouTube ban. Um, YouTube sucks anyway. This is fucking stupid. Are you on Rumble? I'm trying to be. I only got like six people on there. So Dude, it's so hard to promote. Everyone yeah. bitches about the YouTube algorithm, but they don't understand the Rumble algorithm. And yeah, yeah. like, that's what I told people because I'm like, yeah, it's cool that it's free speech and stuff. But remember, like the, the top complaints with YouTube weren't initially it wasn't the censorship it was that they were throttling people in favor of big channels and i mean rumble's throwing all this money at at russell brand and steven crowder and people like that they have just as much of an incentive as youtube to throttle your shit for those guys you know what i mean and you know the difference between me and crowder is i don't abuse my wife verbally but you know other than that you know so it's just like no it's tough man i like i feel like there's so many like these these republicans man they're all cocks now man like oh like, like most of them are all just cucks, dude. Like they, they just like I feel like they just like uh like I mean Democrats would be like don't say faggot, and then like Republicans would be like don't say anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, I mean, it's like so much fucking. Like, every side's fucking retarded. Like I, I liked them at one point. I like felt I felt like one side mostly, but like now they're just fucking retarded, man. Well, just wait, just wait, man. It's gonna be uh, in, in ten years. The Republican Party will be like, hey, we had the first transgender first lady. Okay, this is gonna keep caving, man. It's all it's all it's gonna be. Michelle Obama already was like they already got they already got it. That's that's Big Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, already had it. It's not public yet. Like the historian, historians will get it. Yeah, Big Mike. I lo- that's my favorite conspiracy theory because it's that's just. Good, it's... That's a good avenue to go down. Favorite conspiracy theory. That's probably the best. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, let's the yeah, Big Mike's a good one because it's just so foul. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a it's like a lizard person. As a dude, as a woman. Yeah. That's like, uh, that big Mike Robinson with Michelle Obama, for those of you that don't know. I don't know. What's my, I don't know, my favorite conspiracy theory. Huh. I don't know. What's yours? 
I like the lizard people one, man. I could go down that forever. And I, I don't even know what I believe. I, you know, I'm not trying to like pitch it like it's like a true thing. Right. It's just like really interesting. And like I, I had David Ike on that one time, and he was just like fucking didn't even he like go, he like just moved the question around and like answered what he thought I what he wanted me to ask him. So I was like I was like a lot of the stuff you're saying is coming true. Like what about lizard people? And he's like, Meh. you know, just like fucking like talking about other shit. He doesn't want to talk about that, man. He knows too much. They're going to whack him if he keeps talking. Just you well, got to wait till Why bring it up? You know, it's like yeah, like go all the way to, or don't bring it up. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, see, I don't know, man. Roswell was always my favorite conspiracy theory, but now that's like all coming true. So it's not really a theory anymore. It's just it kind of happened. And then I went to Roswell, and I realized the whole thing is just a massive grift. It's like. There's like a couple people there that believe it and they will let you know immediately. The rest of that town is just a meth town that happens to have a couple tourist shops and they do like a yearly comedy thing and a, and a fest, a UFO festival. But other than that, yeah, there's like nothing. It's I even I asked the lady, I'm like, hey, where should I go to eat tonight? And she goes, oh, we just got this new place. It, it, it's called Texas Roadhouse. I'm like, bitch, Texas how about something I can't get anywhere else in the country? <laughs> Dude, no shit. That, that's what, uh, that, that's super Midwest, man. I love, I, I remember growing up eating that. Like, yeah, it was in New Mexico, though. It, it was very much like all of the towns west of Lincoln in Nebraska. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, actually. It's a great way to put it. Nebraska's clean as fuck, too, man. I, I, I like that state, man. So it's, it's, it's a nice state. Yeah, for the most part, it's not bad. Omaha, they do a good, it's not. We've got a couple spots downtown that you'll want to be careful, but that I mean that's that's any metropolitan area. It's uh it, it's by comparison, I mean, compared to like Kansas City or um like Minneapolis or any of the other cities in the same area of comparable size, it's way safer. It's not even close, man. It's like it's uh yeah, man, it's not I don't I don't feel in danger walking around, and that's also because I have a gun most of the time, but I wouldn't without it. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. So, I, yeah. I, I like I like go to somewhere and like people are like it's really dangerous here. And I, I compared to St. Louis and on like stats and stuff and everything's like it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. like when you live in St. Louis, everything's like an upgrade. Like, like as far as like crime wise, like oh less crime than St. Less crime than home. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's St. Louis. It's there might be like two places in the country that are worse. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like what like Memphis and in San Francisco maybe. Like Africa know. is a continent. Like, <laughs> it's got to be getting close. I don't know. The only thing that's worse. <laughs> it's it's getting close, man. I don't know. They uh yeah no we drove through uh see I was in East St Louis what like well I drove through East St Louis I didn't stop when you look like me you don't stop anywhere in East St Louis I learned that the first time um but now we drove through what was like three months three four two three months ago and it's yeah Mia had never been there and she's just like looking around and I'm she's like. Why are you running all the stoplights? And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, just, just don't worry about it. I just feel like it's poor. I just don't even care. Yeah, I feel like it's not even like scary. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I drive through that shit all the time. I used to do that all the time as a kid. Like, that's where all the strip clubs were when I was like single, you know? Yeah. Like, you always have to go over there and stuff. But, uh, I'm like, East St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. But it's not, it's not that, it's not as bad as you think. It's just broke, yeah. And that, that's kind of what Council Bluffs is. Everyone assumes Council Bluffs is just this horrible place, and it's literally just a poorer Omaha and where the strip club, the strip clubs and casinos are. That's where we used to go when we were, like, 18 because you had to be 21 to go to one in Omaha, but, like, you were under 18 and up in Iowa. So we'd go across the river and and do the thing there, just these yeah. nasty. I'm starting to realize that hustle, too, and, like, touring to where, like, like, all these cities are really close to other cities and states and stuff. So I'm, starting to, I'm starting to figure out that shit, like. Yeah. 
it's a good hustle. It's like I cut, I cut through a bunch of Iowa. I've never, I've never done a show in Iowa. I cut through there before. A really? Times. Yeah, yeah. I got banned from the the big club in Des Moines from their main um, for telling my style of jokes. It was like okay. I uh, I remember. So I remember I walked into the show and it was a friend of mine that. But I actually that same fucking night I almost got killed by a drunk driver. Fucking wild night. But um, the friend of mine that booked me on it, we walk into the show and uh, I look around and I'm like, I notice that the audience is like three fourths mid 20s white women. And I'm like, fuck, this is going to be a rough night for me. And sure as shit, dude, it was I mean, I did 20 minutes and it was brutal and they didn't like me from the beginning. So I just started fucking going in on them like I'm. There's a bachelorette party there, and I'm asking him, you know, like, where did you meet the? I ask her, I go, where'd you meet the groom? And she goes, high school. And I'm like, yeah, I give it a year, and it's just just fucking with him. Like, I'm gonna go down with the ship here, and uh, I ended it on a, a a joke where I compared the 9/11 jumpers to Owen Hart from wrestling that died, <laughs> and I was told that I was not welcome back there. But they've changed ownership, so I've heard. So I guess I can go back. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Life, man. Fun it's times. Like, it's, it's lame how like people just get like mad. Like, like it's like they're like, I didn't, I didn't like. Well, just write my fucking jokes then. You know what I mean? So it's like write the jokes you want me to say. I go up there and fucking say them. If that's what you want. You know, it's like right. You know, whatever script you want. You know, it's, it's just so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, not literally, but I'm just saying like that's what they expect. Yeah. So like, I didn't like how you do this. like one club wouldn't let me do like an open mic to practice before an actual tour, like because I was wearing shorts. Like these fucking losers that never fucking have any shows are like, oh, you can't do this up like in shorts. And I'm just like, dude, I just want some fucking practice. Before That's I ridiculous. Fucking, like, yeah, I know, dude. They had some like lame ass excuse. And I'm just like, I'm like, bro, like I don't give a fuck about this. Like, I'm I'm just trying to like talk to five people into a microphone for practice right now. You know, it's just yeah. like, fucking, it's like it's it's just like man, it's like such a joke. It's like ran by these like dorks. Yeah. And I just like, I don't know, man. They don't book. Dude, people run open mics like they run a a small island nation as a dictatorship. Seriously. Just the small amount of power that goes to shorts. That's ridiculous. No, dude. The only time that no shorts on stage applies to me, as far as I'm concerned, is if the pay is higher than the temperature. So if it's 90 degrees out and you're not paying me at least 100 bucks, I don't want to hear it. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Well, like, especially like an open mic, they don't pay at all. Yeah, like, exactly. And I was like drinking and tipping and shit. I'm like, you fucking retards. Like, I'm like, what? I'm like basically a customer right now that would probably come in here occasionally. Yeah. You know I mean? And like, yeah, you know, like, and you try to book them, they try to rent it to you. They're like, like I could play, I could play fucking Maui. I mean, not not anymore, but I could play like Maui like I did earlier. <laughs> you probably can't do that anymore. But, no, but you I will not play, be able to play Maui for a little bit. <laughs> or like headline these other places, but, but I cannot get in that fucking. Play. They're like, you want to rent this for five hundred bucks? I'm just like, I'm not doing that. That's like so the fucking lame. I, yeah, I, that's. I feel like at least you know it's like I'm just like here to mumble real fast. And like, the people that run open mics are psychopaths. We run one here in Omaha, and it's literally just a hang. Like I, I don't have any rules. Just don't be a fucking asshole and go way over your time. There's no list. There's no host. You put your name on. You go up and talking to the mic, and it's it's literally it's just a hang, and that's the way it should be. But there are some people like I've seen someone absolutely lose their mind and ban someone from an open mic because the host, she showed up late. And since she showed up late, this guy started his own list, right? He, he's like, Hey, I'll just, you know, make things quicker. Cause she's running late so we can all get signed up. And uh, she lost it, kicked him out of the mic. And it was just this huge deal just cause he, he made a list on a piece of paper and that was her job. And I'm like, I'm glad you feel special. 
You got your big, powerful, important job of making a fucking list. And no one else can do it but you. I, I hope you feel strong right now. Just ridiculous. This is boring. Just ridiculous. Oh, man, dude. You should, uh, you still host rock stars on your show, right? Oh, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. You should get Josie Scott on. I just saw him. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Fucking ask him. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Nice guy. I don't yeah. know. I just ran. I thought I looked down. I saw the guitar pick from the show. But <laughs> I had from Sliva. I had the bass player from Sliva on. So I probably. I mean, I probably could. Oh, Dave. Oh no, no, no. There's a different one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple. Yeah. No, he's a cool guy. He's got like. There's like two versions of Saliva now. That's right. He's in the other one. Yeah, yeah. He's That's in right. Josie Scott's saliva. That's the new. So it's just him. And then the original saliva has no original members. So, That's yeah, so but... funny. That's like Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth has no original members either. I don't think. I mean, maybe, maybe the bass player or something like. That. Didn't they? Didn't the singer have like a mental breakdown? I don't know. I think he was just being like honest, and like everybody's like, "Oh fuck!" Did he just like tell us his honest opinion? And everybody's like, "Oh, dude, you can't be honest anymore." Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw a video of him at some like wine festival. Like he put the microphone down and he's just screaming at the audience, going, I'll fucking kill you. I'll kill you all. <laughs> right Guys, before All Star. Yeah, yeah right. right, right yeah. In, the, in the middle of All Star. <laughs> yeah. I once saw yeah, Uncle I had a couple Cracker. of those guys on here too. I, I, Smash Mouth? Wait, wait, what? You had Smash Mouth on here? No, yeah, a couple of the new guys in Smash Mouth, yeah, something like that. Oh, no, I uh, I saw Uncle Cracker while he was like blackout drunk one time. He almost threw up on the crowd. That was, that was something there. <laughs> That's funny. He sang uh, "Follow Me" halfway through, and then everyone left. And I was like, eh, eh, you kind of did that one to yourself there. We were all waiting for that one, buddy. That was." Uh... <laughs> Oh fuck, man! Are you following this Redskin shit at all? Uh, I, I'm not familiar. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like changing the name of the Redskins back to the Redskins? Oh, they want people to go to games again? Yeah, yeah, that sick, yeah. sick business plan. Yeah, no, they uh, well, because they originally changed it because it was you know racist to Native Americans, but now there's a bunch of Native American groups coming out and saying, hey. This is not what we wanted. Like, this was actually like a term of like endearment. It was a cultural thing. You just changed it because a bunch of, you know, pearl clutching white liberals got upset. And my uh, a comedian friend of mine is actually like the spokesman for the group. He's a big native dude from from uh, the Kiowa tribe in Oklahoma. So he's been going around doing like Fox News and CNN this last week. Fucking crazy shit. But. <clears throat> yeah like uh, it's always it's always like some fat girl with like purple hair being like black people don't like that and then it's just like, and it's just like you're like you're like dude did no one black said that like you said that you yeah know, like it's just like or like whatever race or situation or divide that you come up with it's just like i think we're over that now the pendulum's about to swing back hard we're about to be able to just be like uh shut up faggots you know it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. faggots like, faggots making a comeback it is known retard too. So ret retard's been back. Faggots made faggots started to come back. It's yep. it's it's slowly, slowly working its way back in. And that, that's what I always tell people. I'm like, you know, I would never call a gay person a faggot unless he was acting like one. You know, it, it's nothing to do with your sexuality. Because it's it's all about are you acting like a fag or not? Just like are you acting like a retard or not? There, there's it's just what it means. It's two different meanings of a word. I don't understand context or definitions and you sound racist. That's, I mean, that's like basically yeah. my stance. That's, 
that's what it is. Well, I think that we need to get these Native American groups and uh, beat them up. Well, well, our our ancestors already did that. No, what I think we need to do is we need to get them and have them sit down and get lectured by um, a 21 year old white girl on their problematic speech and why. they need to actually. That, that that'd be worse than the genocide, you know. <laughs> I would yeah, like we'll take Andrew Jackson back, please. <laughs> yeah, our families. Okay, okay, listen to this. This that is whole worse. like woke thing just like worked on a bunch of morons that like never had a platform before. So all these imaginary rules that everybody's too authentic to like really do or like even attempt. Like we're we're just like that's fucking gay. And they're like, I'm gonna do this, you know. Like the person that, the person that did all the group work in the in the in the class, you know, like. Went, yeah like, yeah like those people that did all the group work and like thought like grades were real like like we just you know i mean like they're just like oh fuck yeah that's what it seemed like c's get degrees you know what i mean that's yeah but no that's exactly it man it's like it, it's it's not people that i've always it's not people that are like already set that have to worry about it because that's what you always hear about the cancel culture stuff and they're like well look at Chappelle's making more money than it than he's ever made before i'm like yeah Chappelle's fine it's the people that come after him that are that aren't even going to get a chance is who we're talking about. That that's where the concern lies, is people like that. Because I mean, like some people, like they don't have the balls to come on and say retard six six times in five minutes like I just did. You know what I mean? Because they have whatever repercussions or consequences that they have to face in their life, and it's just it's it's unfortunate. I think you should be able to say what you want, and if people don't like what you're saying, they can do this thing called tuning out, walking out of the club, whatever they're doing. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's just like words. Everybody's like, "We're fighting for words again." It's like, didn't we already do this? Right. It's like, it's like, didn't like, isn't that the exact reason we have a country right now? It's like, just shut. Yeah, it's like, so you could say whatever you want, dude. I saw a poll today. It said, um, it was like sixty percent or fifty percent something. It was whatever the number was. It was way too high. Of millennials think that you should actually face criminal charges for misgendering someone. Millennials in the United States, there's like fifty percent, fifty percent of millennials that think you should you should face criminal charges for misgendering someone, like up to and including jail time. That's I'm still, like I'm just gonna make up stats like this on the screen, just be like eight hundred percent of millennials. It's like make up. Well, that's a, a recent study. Uh, said the uh, kids are fucking stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. 44% of millennials think that uh, for people 25 to 34 think referring to someone with a wrong gender pronoun should be a criminal offense. 31% disagree, while 20% were undecided. Or 25% were undecided. How are you undecided on that? Like, I don't know. Should you go to jail for using the wrong pronoun? That's very disturbing that that, that people think that way. These are the people that are going to be like millennials are the biggest generation since the boomers. And if that trend doesn't get bucked and they don't start, you know, like adapting a more free speech ideology, we're going to have some serious problems in this country. It's it might act comedy might actually be illegal in our lifetime. It's fucking crazy to think about. Like they'll bust, they'll SWAT team my door when I'm 65 years old and they'll play this, this podcast that we just recorded right here as, as evidence in court. My crimes. It's like you bored 900 people to fucking death at the same time. <laughs> you both did. Like, you put 969 people to sleep. Good job, guys. Now, that should be yeah. a criminal offense. That that should be a criminal offense. Yeah. I completely agree with that. But <laughs> I think we have enough laws. We should just like work on the economy, you know? 
it's, it's, right. it's like, let's fix the fucking economy. It's like, it's like let's uh, see. What... I love all those people that like, like pretend like they have like a political stance. It's like just beyond everybody else. They're like, yeah. like, we just need that Epstein list. I'm like, that's been out for like fucking three years, dude. It was like, it's like fucking like, uh, we just need the list of clients. I'm like, we have that already, dude. We have that for like three years. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, well, that too, but it's just like, and I like your tracker on your show. That's funny. Still at zero. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just funny. But, but it's like, they act like, like that's like like a, a thing like no one's thought of. And they're so like cutting edge. Like, like, I don't care about this. Give me that Epstein list. I'm like, well, it's out. I mean, you can literally look through his black book. His yeah, it's there. Logs. I mean, I mean, this has been out forever, and it just doesn't make any sense that, like, that's, like, a, I don't know, it's like, all right, well, we're slaves. You didn't realize that yet? Like, we're yeah. just fucking slaves. Well, and that's, like, when people say, and, like, I get it. Yeah, it's bullshit that no one's been arrested for that. I completely agree. And just, like, with the Hunter Biden thing and stuff like that, like, I, I get it. Yeah, these people are criminals. They're pedophiles. They're they're con artists and crooks. We all, we all know that. Like, no one's going to argue, just about no one's going to argue that against you, right? What are you going to do? Like, nothing's going to happen to any of them. It's very clear they're not going to face any criminal charges. So unless you yourself are going to do something about Epstein's list, shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, the government's not going to arrest them. They've made that clear. No one's going to suffer any consequences. There's two classes of citizens in this country. There's the elites, and then there's us, the slaves. So what are you going to do something about it? No? Then shut up and go try to figure out how to make $3 an hour more at your job because that's going to have way more of an effect on your life than the Epstein client list. I fucking promise you. Yes. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, we just want to know who the bad guys are. I'm like, we've known. Yeah. Like, we've, we've you known. vote for them every two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Third, yeah. So you we only got info and this Facebook post to be over. Yeah, you know? that's, that's right. Yeah. Th- that's what I've always said is I'm like, yeah. Okay. What if they did rig the elections? What if they did make COVID in a lab and it's undeniable proof that all that shit happened? What if Joe Biden is getting all this money from Ukraine? What if, you know, the Clintons were trafficking kids through Haiti with Epstein. What are you going to do about it? If you're not going to do anything about it, great. So, okay, so you know. You know when you're not going to do anything about it. It's a waste of time. I agree. It's all horrible. They should all be fucking prosecuted for it. But, like, I mean, no one in this country has got the balls to actually rise up and do anything. So it's a moot point to sit here and ask, oh, let me see the Epstein clients. Let me see, you know, Joe Biden's bank records. Ain't shit going to happen with it. You know, it's a waste of fucking time. Like, I could rant about that all day. I will on my show this Saturday. That's based. 9 a.m. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of shows, um, I'm going to be in the Lake of the Ozarks this weekend. If you're one of the thousand people watching live, or you're one of the people that uh, is listening to this afterwards, you probably already missed some. But, uh, I don't know. Who knows when I'll upload this? You know, but you probably missed it. If you listen to this a couple months, right? You missed it already. But if you're watching live. This weekend, Lake of the Ozarks, uh, Charlie Fox, Trons, Missouri Cannabis Festival, and Marty Birds, three shows. Everyone should go to all of them. Fucking cancel your plans. Go to every single fucking one of them. Check it out. Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. It's like Redneck Vegas, isn't it? No, that's Branson. That's Branson. It's, it's it's my favorite market in Missouri. It's like it's like uh it's just like bar hopping on boats and shit and fucking like drinking at pools and shit. It's like fucking the pool parties are fucking fun. Have you shit. ever uh... I, I've never been to the Lake of the Ozarks. I've been to Brant. Have you ever done, have you ever played Branson? Yeah, Branson's like a, a more family oriented. Not that the Lake yeah. of the Ozarks isn't, isn't for family, but Branson's like more for family. It's like uh, it's like I've been there a bunch of times and it was like a family kind of thing and it's fun. But but like and same with the lake. The lake's kind of like can be, but like the lake has more of like a nightlife fun thing. Yeah, you know I mean it's like. Yeah, no, I've been to Branson. I never went to Lake of the Ozarks though. I, that's why you know Branson's not really my scene. So so I tried to mumble into my. <laughs> Just got to go across. Wait, what? What did you say? 
No, I said Branson's not really my scene. I've been there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of it's like redneck Vegas, but like you said, for families, it's just and it's it's very very expensive. Everything costs an absurd amount of money. So that's well, that's uh, why yeah, that's why I do the lake shows just for, for the free vacation most of the time, bro. It's like the, I just get a dope condo down there and just like give me like I, 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 I have comedy pays for me to go down there like probably like five times like five times a year. You know, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, dude, that's like. If I'm not gonna, it's sometimes that's better. Like you just get like a free concert or not or a, a free vacation just for doing comedy and shit. Dude, so, like, I unfortunately, I know it's, oh. it's such a horrible life we lead. <laughs> I have so many shows. This week. I have like so many shows. There, I have like I have one Friday and then I have like three sets on Saturday. I'm like, oh god. In Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, just like yeah, one at like a one at like a bar, like kind of a bar vibe. One at like a um. A convention center with like a couple thousand people for like this cannabis festival thing, and then like the other one is fucking um, Marty Birds, which is like this like bar on the strip. It's like all these like twenty year olds. Like I just have a beard, so they listen to me. So I, if I didn't have a beard, they would just talk over me and drink and shit. It's weird. Those are the worst. Those are like sometimes the worst best audiences. Those like super young early twenties crowds. Well, it gets reps too. It's like, well, if you have a, if Marty Birds, just like a tough crowd where you have to. They're all there to like bar hop. Mm-hmm. So you have to be like you motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. What I mean? and, then, and then like, uh, which it's it's like hard. I, I like that shit. So it's just like sets you up for laydowns, you know. Well, it's that, yeah, exactly. And it's like the, uh, the those younger crowds. I mean, thanks to like TikTok and Instagram Reels and shit, they've got like a thirty second attention span. And if you're not making them laugh immediately, they're moving on to the next thing, and they are not forgiving. It's tougher than black crowds. Like it's it's brutal. Black crowds are easy out here. Like they're fucking loud and funny and shit. Like it's like it seems like you know they're pretty, they're down to have fun out here in San Louis. Like. I see. I don't know. You gotta be you gotta be on your shit though. They're very they're very unforgiving in my experience. Oh yeah. Whereas like with like it's like it's the the best way I can describe it is white you know lily white wasp crowds. They'll sometimes lend you like laugh credits. If the last joke you told was funny and the next one isn't so much, they'll laugh at you as like a courtesy and you can do like bullshit crowd work with them and they'll laugh at you. Whereas a black crowd, it's what have you done for me lately? So if the last one was good, if the next one isn't, they're not going to laugh at you. They're not going to let you get away with some bullshit crowd work or lazy ass callback. I don't know. That's just been my experience working those kind of rooms. I, uh, it's, it's definitely more challenging though. So yeah, yeah. Look, uh, Tennessee was like that this weekend. It was like really loud and stuff. But then, like, Kentucky was just, like, a lay down. It was just, like, it was just, like, so easy. It was packed. It was easy. It was, like, a fucking, it was, it was good. Where at in Tennessee? Uh, Clarksville. Clarksville. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Gatlinburg. Don't go to Gatlinburg. That place is, have you ever been to Gatlinburg? I haven't been many places in Tennessee. I was just kind of, I'm just kind of checking it out. Some They're more local. It's, like, a couple hours rather than, like, really far. So, I'm trying to maintain, like, some stuff. My wife's, like, a teacher. So, I'm trying to figure out some stuff that's kind of local. Yeah, I got you. I got you there. Man, how does that teacher and comedian? How does that work? I don't know. She's like uh, cool, so it works out. <laughs> She's married. Been married for almost two years now. This month, I guess. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. There you go, dude. That's congratulations. Yeah. <clears throat> married and fuck, like I said, two months. We're getting there. We're slowly getting there. Just gotta get all that shit done with. Being married is like fucking awesome too. It's like super underrated. Everybody's like, I'll never get married. Like it's all this like lame like shit. Like being married fucking rules. Yeah. Well, that's everyone like we've lived together for years. So it's not like I already know kind of what I'm getting into. You know what I mean? So it's like everyone's like, Oh, you're gonna be exposed to a whole other side of each other. I'm like, how? 
because we're going to file joint taxes now. That's pretty much the only thing that's going to be different. You know what I mean? Like, that's not I'm not really worried about it. No, dude, she dealt with me gone every weekend on the road. She'll be fine. She she's cut out for the life. I'm not worried about it. Not at all. That's yeah, my, uh, I was with my wife probably eight years or so. Yeah, and I kind of just knew, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I was I knew like fucking fifteen minutes into our first date. It it was so weird. I've had this moment twice in my life where just there's there's no rhyme or reason. Just some voice pops into your head like, yeah, that's it. And it's like so my dog that I've had since I was a kid. She's thirteen. She'd be fourteen almost. Um, I remember I was picking a puppy out when I was a kid and I was looking around. I was trying to pick between like three of them. And then I just turned and looked at her. I'm like, oh, that's the one I want. It was the same thing with her. Like we were on our first date. We were sitting down 15 minutes in. I'm like, oh, I think I'm gonna marry this girl. It was literally that was it. It was just nonchalant. Like there, there it is. Those are the only two times in my life. So it's like a good company to be in, I guess. It, it all worked out. So yeah, it's funny. So that I felt, yeah, I knew, I knew that right away too. It was like, yeah. I knew I was. I was looking in my head. I'm like, do not fucking say that out loud to her. Like, no, I was yeah. just like, you know, I remember having like that, 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 like those both those thoughts in my head. I'm yeah. like, I love this girl, but don't fucking say that, you yeah. idiot. Yeah, it was like 15 minutes in. I'm like, oh, I'm done with the dating game now. Like, I know I'm, I'm cool now. We're good. We're good. Yeah, and that's. My wife just knew about, like a lot about music or something like that. She like just talked about music. And I'm like, holy shit, this girl like knows about music. And I was just like, and it was like something I just I knew I don't know. And like I was trying, I was trying not to get too drunk, so I wasn't like being like, "I love you already." Like, yeah, like like first day, just like being like fucking up, just like straight dropping the ball, hella fast, <laughs> just ruin it. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> it was like we were on like our third date, and when it really drove it drove it home for me, um, I was just getting started in stand up, and we were on like our third or fourth date, and um, there was some someone I, or some customer I'd had at whatever job I was working at the time had told me that her daughter had just been stabbed by a homeless man downtown. And I remember I told Mia that. I was like, yeah, my coworker or my customer's daughter, she's like 12 years old, just got stabbed by a homeless man downtown. And she just looked at me and laughed. And I'm like, okay, all right, we're good now. <laughs> like, that's, this is going to work. Cool. <laughs> this is kind of how I knew. Like, you're going to laugh at little girls getting stabbed by homeless men. Like, you're, you're going to be okay with the foul shit that comes out of my mouth. So, you know, it's it's all good. Like it's, when I t- to be. like when I tell uh, her little sister, she's got a little sister that's way younger than her that'll spend the night with, at our house when they come into town. And I'll just be like, she was watching a TV show the other couple of weeks ago and Michelle Obama comes on and I just look at the TV. I'm like, what's he doing on there? <laughs> <laughs> Go home and tell the teacher about how Michelle Obama's a man. Oh, boy. Love the conspiracies. Love the conspiracies. <clears throat> it's better than the trans shit. It's more productive. Yeah, conspiracies are more fun. What's oh conspiracy? Yeah, you can have fun with them, right? It doesn't all have to be the Jews running Hollywood in the media and shit, like my hey, friend said. You mean the truth? The truth. Yeah. The, truth. the truth. It wow. is the truth. That it, dude. The first time he did my show, he came on, and it was right when the Alex Jones lawsuit was going on, and uh, it was when my show was still allowed on YouTube. And I'm like, you have any, any closing comments you want to make before we peace out of here? And he just goes, yeah, the Sandy Hook shooting never happened. Those parents are fucking liars. And yeah. logged off. That was my last show on uh, on YouTube. That was, I was worried because, dude, they're suing everybody. I was worried I was next. Yeah, it's weird. So like if you have to like if you have to like sue people to tell somebody something happened, it probably didn't happen. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs>
<laughs> they, I saw their most recent demand letter from Alex Jones. They wanted like $1.5 trillion. Yeah, me too. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I want a trillion dollars from Alex Jones also, please. <laughs> I want a trillion dollars from Alex. Like, so you want the, the, the GDP of a small country from Alex Jones? Yeah, because he because he used the First Amendment and press and like speech. Yeah, I mean, what like, he said uh, really wasn't that bad. Like, it's kind of concerning that he got had to pay all that money for that. I mean, he had a theory. He never told anybody go harass these people. So are you just like not allowed to be wrong anymore? Like people get or shit even. Wrong. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if he got if it went that far, he's probably right. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean, if you. Were, if you have to like go that far to like be like, no, it's not true, you know, and just like sue a man out of like his entire lifestyle and put him like his next three generations in debt. I'm like, that was probably <laughs> true. You know, like, I mean, dude, Alex Jones's kids would be paying their kids, you know, if they actually had him and it wasn't a giant hoax, right? I'm just, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like I, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, it's, it seems like they tore down the building. I don't know. I don't want to go too deep on this, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of red flags around this whole situation. I think I so I definitely think some kids died. I think the shooting itself happened. I think the events that led up to it were very weird, like with the guy in the woods in the camo that they nobody knew what was up with him. And they read they detained him. And then all of a sudden they let him go. And then, I mean, you just all, all this different stuff. Like you hear the school had only been around for a couple years and it's almost like they set something up to happen. I, no, I definitely think people died, but it's like, man, you, you find like the more you dig into MK Ultra and you learn about how, you know, 70 years ago they were frying people's brains with LSD and DMT and stuff like that. Imagine what they can do now, you know, and if it's it, it, this stuff only happens whenever they're pushing for gun control. Like, you notice that like every time there's a big mass shooting, it's always right before or right after or right before a big a big gun law comes into the legislature. And also, I'm not saying they use crisis actors, but all I will say is uh, ever since all the actors in Hollywood went on strike, we haven't seen a mass shooting. So that's all <laughs> I mean, chew on that for a minute. So that's funny. That's a lot of good points, man. Um. Yeah, it's like it's all theater, man. Like the only, the only school shooting they actually even ride that I've seen footage of at least was like Columbine. Yeah, I think they just, I think they just realized it worked, and they're like, "Oh, dude, let's just keep doing this." Yeah, and then fucking, and then like there's like no evidence. They tore down a school because it's like I mean, how many school shootings have there been where they've torn down the school now? That's like crazy. You know? That that was a little weird. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why they tore that. That was a little, and I can understand. Like I guess like. Imagine being like a kindergartner that went to school there, and I, you know, I don't think you'd want to be walking back into that. I get why you could like say that, and I totally get that's probably their argument. But like, there's just, yeah. a lot, I mean, and then suing Alex Jones for that much money, just like, no, it just looks guilty. You know, that's like, yeah, like, like if something's not real, you're just gonna be like, whatever, like it's just not even real, you know? right? Like, but if something's like real and you want people to think it's not real, you're gonna like telling yourself by doing crazy shit like that, you know? Well, because I remember when that was going on, because I was in high school, and I remember I followed Alex Jones. Like, I listened to Alex Jones when I was that age. And uh, I remember when that was going on, and he was doing coverage of it. And I remember listening to him. It was that video that went around. It was like a 30-minute video, and a lot of it got debunked, but I, some of it didn't. And it was about, you know, claiming that the shooting didn't happen and all that stuff. And Alex Jones basically, I mean, he played that video and then recited the same conspiracy. I mean, this wasn't his his doing he didn't create this shit he basically just recited another theory and 
Yeah, so it, it was weird that they came after him. It's because, you know, whoever made that YouTube video probably had like $17 to his name, so they're not going to sue that guy. But it was just a weird, weird ordeal. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like everything on television is fake, you know? It's, it just seems like uh, like CIA theater to like make people like argue about dumb shit and buy stuff, basically, yeah. For sure. Like, just like watch the news and shit. Like, th- that's not how humans talk. Yeah, you no, listen to how people... Cool. Like how they project the news. They all have that same voice. They go to school and they teach them how to do it. Is that how humans talk? Humans don't go on there. And today it's six. A shooting and, you know, like that doesn't happen. It's, it's all fucking theater. Like you said, it's a bread and bread or dog and pony show. It's craziness. Pure craziness. But I, I do believe the Sandy Hook shooting happened. Please don't sue me. I can't afford it. Um. I can't afford it. And also she is a woman of color. So you'll be suing her as well. And that's not very, not very woke to do. So I got, so I got. Sandy yeah, someone, said our, someone was saying our bell, like uh, it was the first place I heard of Alex Jones. And I, I like yeah. coast to coast quite a bit, man. Like that's I love coast to coast, dude. I grew up listening to coast to coast. I actually just did uh, the episode of my show that drops tomorrow. Um, the midweek check-in. We just did one about Art Bell. Do you remember his theory, the quickening? Uh, I remind me on that. I know, I've heard of the word, but I can't remember what it is. To be honest, it was about how everything was just seeming to happen faster. Like technological advancements, major news headlines were happening more and more often, just as time went on. And then I was listening to an old episode of his. There's a Spotify channel on it, and I was listening to an old episode of his the other morning, and he was talking on it about how. The quit. He's like, so he's got, you know, we've got this thing, the quickening where m- big news headlines are happening closer and closer together. You know, the, the further time goes on. And he said, in the next 20 to 30 years, we're going to have a major event and it won't be like catastrophic end of the world. It's just going to be a major event, a major news event that kicks this thing into overdrive. And he said that in 1997. So 2016, Donald Trump gets elected. And then after Trump got elected, it did. It seemed like you had a major news story like every other week, like stuff that would be legitimate headline front page news every other week or every other day. Even I mean, think about just like because I was talking about it on the show, I'm like, think about the 90s. You had the biggest news events in the 90s. You had like the Lewinsky scandal, uh, Columbine, collapse of the Soviet Union and uh, the L.A. riots right? and the Oklahoma City bombings. So That's like five OJ, things. Like that, yeah. yeah, the L.A. riots. Yeah. So like five things oh, in a yeah. Oh, yeah, they all kind of led into each other. That whole racial true. thing. So it's that's like true. five that's things true. in a in a decade, right? Give or yeah. take. I mean, think of, and then think about like 2020. You had George Floyd riots. You had COVID. You had the 2020 election. You had the January 6th shit. That was all in a year, like national news shit. You had four things in a year. So it's it's just weird, it how it, how on the nail he got that about just shit speeding up and stuff. I need to get the book. I probably won't read it. It'll just sit on my shelf because I like the idea of reading better than I like the actual practice of it. But I think it's everybody. It's like an it's like an old timey way of like consuming data. Yeah, and like a very slow way. And everyone's like, "Well, if you don't do it exactly like they did in the eighteen hundreds, you're fucking not as smart as me." Yeah, that's, that's like the whole thing about books. I used to have a bit about how books are basically just like decorations in your house. That's just fucking t- probably more accurate. They really are. It's just the, it's like to show people how cultured you are and what you're into. You know, they come into your house and they see like, oh, a, a tale of two cities or whatever shit people read. None of you are actually reading that shit. How many liber- self-proclaimed libertarians out there never read Atlas Shrugged? I'm going to bet 99% of them. 
you know, but I bet they all have it, myself included. It's like books are like an okay form of entertainment. It's just like, I mean, I have to like, I have to do so many things, man. I have to like, I don't know, watch a video, listen to a podcast. I, I, I have to, you know, I, could, I, have to, I have so many different like, a book I don't have the, like I don't have the time. Yeah, it's just yeah. like one way of learning that's really slow. Yeah, I, I don't have the time, man. I like, cause like when I'm listening to a podcast, I can do that while I'm doing at least one other thing. Right, right. That's... I have to sit down and read a book. I can't. Yeah, you can't just like enjoy like other things in like life while you're just like I'll, I guess I'll just yeah. see. It was like so weird too. Like I was I was at a pool I was at a pool like a couple times like this summer and like and like people just like go to the most beautiful locations and read. I'm like, what do you? Why do you need your imagination here? Right. Like, sh- like shouldn't you use your imagination in spots that are like boring like in the day to day? You know, it's like yeah, go do it on your lunch break or when it's like, you know, sixty degrees and pouring rain outside. Yeah. yeah what do you? Exactly. Why would you go to the pool? Go get in the water. It's just, right. just want to sit around chlorine. Uh, and just, right. Like, it's weird, man. The pool, the pool vibe is weird. You could go to the the lake and get the the amoeba. You could always do that. Yeah, the lake of the Ozarks. I like I like going there, but I don't like getting in the water. That shit look, is fucking gross to me. Don't like get the, the amoeba, bro. That's just the whole, like, the whole lake just smells like a sewer, dude. But like the fucking, I, I like I still like going to the pool bars and stuff. Yeah. No, I love. No, I much prefer pools to to lakes no i'm not i'm not a lake guy not not my thing i was when i was a kid and now it's like as an adult and you just get in that water and it's like they make like clean versions of this in the pool like pools where you don't have to get any of this shit you don't have to worry about sepsis or whatever else crawling around in here you know it's just i don't know not a fan not a fan of lakes we did a river float recently though a bunch of people and that, that was have you ever done one of those Oh yeah, dude. Like uh, Missouri has hell of spots for that. Oh yeah, we did one down the down the Elkhorn in uh like Western Omaha, West Omaha, and it was the the water was. Oh, I have a sprained ankle right now, so the water was like a foot deep, and everyone was basically dragging it most of the way. But my ankle was sprained, so I just sat there and made everyone drag me. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. I don't think anybody else did, but it was all good. It's like being like a like a, a Stephen Hawking. <laughs> It's not that worthless. <laughs> I don't have theory, cool theories on black holes and aliens either, though. So yeah, he like uh, he like didn't believe in God. I'm like I wouldn't either if I was Stephen Hawking. <laughs> like you like holy fuck, right? God yeah. bless him. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I mean like that's everyone was outraged that he didn't believe in God. I'm like he, he the guy has like a what the the disease you have a one in a million chance of catching. <laughs> you know he can't fucking walk or talk. Riding around in a wheelchair, you know, I'd cut him a little bit of slack. It's like, yeah, I'd be grumpy too, you know. <laughs> I'd be in a bad mood. I'd be in a bad mood. What, what did he have? Like Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. Fucking, that's another nasty way to go. It's super rare, but it's a nasty way to go. Yeah. That's uh, no, I had a a friend whose cousin got the uh the amoeba, the the brain eating amoeba. Oh yeah. Dude, that's a fucking like you. You have about as good a chance of of winning the Powerball as getting it, but that's a fucking horrible. Like, imagine if something was eating your brain. Like, how horrible that would be to go. It's like, oh god. And there's been like three people of the. There's been like only like 160 cases over the last 70 years of people that have gotten it. But there's been like three people that have survived. And I've watched like news interviews with them, and they're all just fucking gone. And it's like you're almost better off dead at that point. Like it's not not a human that you're talking to. Like it's basically a ve- like you're one step away from being a vegetable. 
It's just sad. Like, it's just how do you lose the genetic lottery that badly? Like, yeah, what a crazy. unlucky way to go out, man. I don't know. Everything's just waiting to kill us anyway, you know? It's, it's yeah. Crazy. every. I mean, we, life has 100% fatality rate, you know? We yeah. all die. Everyone, even Jesus died. We all got to go. We all got to go somehow. We all got to go somehow. But, uh... <clears throat> Or if you're the Sandy Hook kids, you can have your death disputed on national television. <laughs> oh boy! I feel like I should. Uh, we should end this show. Wrap this up. I was gonna say that. Yeah. I gotta go. Uh, pretend like I have other things better to do than uh, be here. So uh, I gotta go to bed. I'm fucking yeah. exhausted. I'm running. Like <laughs> we're just chopping as soon as we start saying that. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon as, we say, as soon as we say we get out of here, it went down like I was after that. Like, Oh yeah, that's okay. That's all good. It's so funny. No, it just makes you laugh. Everybody's leaving too. Like, <laughs> wow, it's like yeah, Uncle, but... Uncle Cracker after he sang "Follow Me," you know. Yeah, basically, like Radiohead after Creep. <laughs> Radiohead fans get so pissed with it. They're <laughs> <laughs> like forty years or some shit. But, but uh, yeah, Noah, thanks for uh, coming on here, man. Thanks for watching. If you're watching at home uh, or whatever you're doing, uh, come to these shows with like the Ozarks. No matter where you live, uh, it's worth it. Just flying, busing, driving, walk there, whatever yep. you, you I mean, it's, it's Tuesday. You have plenty of time to walk there, even. Florida, Boston, Arizona. Get your ass out there. Just, yeah, yeah no, no excuses. Uh, you only live 14 times. Uh, thanks for blah, 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 blah.